Hey, what's up, guys? This is Steve, and welcome back to another episode of Golden State of Mind, the podcast where we focus on mindset and improving our future. What's up, guys? And welcome back to another episode. As always, I just want to say thank you guys for spending some time with me today and being ready to learn, listen, and grow. Not everything may pertain to you. You may not agree with everything we say. You may not relate to everything that we say. But you know what? The goal of the episode, the goal of the show is to get you thinking and get you to question how your mindset is and maybe shift it in a way that can grow so that your future can grow. And I always say this to everybody because we're constantly having new people join and listen to episodes. Some people listen to every episode. Some people listen to the ones that stand out to them. So it's always varies and there's always different people coming in and out of these. But if you ever get any value out of it, please share it with friends and family. That helps us out a lot. And if you're new to listening and learning and growing, like I said, you may not relate to everything, but the whole goal is to try to find that sentence that stands out to you. There's always going to be a phrase or a sentence or something that catches your your ear and relates to you. And that one sentence can change your future. It could change your life. It could change everything. And that's the goal. So when you're listening through books, audios, watching shows, documentaries, anything that you do, focus on trying to find that message that gets across to you. And that's the gem. That's the gold nugget that we're all looking for. And today I want to talk about how healthy it is to do things alone. Many people never do anything alone in life. They are constantly connected, especially this generation now with our phones and our service and being able to FaceTime, being connected at all times is almost a a new thing where it's almost impossible to be alone nowadays. Whereas the prior generations from the early 2000s to the 90s to the 80s to the 70s was a lot more independent and a lot more isolated and a lot more alone. You know, like there was a time where there was no cell phones. So when you left to go to work or school, you had no way of communicating with them. You had no way of talking to them until they came back. That's how people used to live. Whereas now we have cell phones. So we're able to communicate and call each other at any time, any notice and be connected at anywhere. And then you fast forward even more till today's time to where it's like, me and my wife are 100% connected at all times. She can FaceTime me at any time she wants. When I'm in my at my business, she can see the cameras anytime she wants to see how we're doing, what's going on. She has the GPS on my phone, so she knows my location at all times, just like I know hers and my kids. So we are connected 100% at all times. We know everything that's going on. Even with our We have a credit card and we share everything. And if we use our credit card, it shows uh, our emails. We get notifications. So she knows too, if I go to Starbucks and buy a coffee, bling, we get an email. She sees it. She knows the same for me. If I go get gas or wherever it is I do, we're constantly connected. We know everything. We know everywhere we follow. The same goes for our house. We know if someone rings our doorbell. We know if someone opens the front door. It's insane. Everything's connected. Just imagine what it's going to be like 10 years from now. 
being connected can have its benefits, but at the same time, it can also hurt you, especially the new generation who's not used to doing things alone. If we're constantly with somebody, whether it's our spouses, our friends, our, our siblings, whatever it is, we never spend that time alone and we are always constantly distracted from ourselves, meaning we never get to learn about who we really are as individuals. When we have other people around us, we talk about conversations, about other things, and we don't really have conversations or know how to have conversations with ourselves. And this is something that really helps with our mindset. This is something that helps with mental strength, mental health, mental conditions, and just being at peace with ourselves. You know, a lot of people have this, like, they don't know how to love themselves. They have this negative self-talk. They always say they're never good enough. You know, a lot of women, you know, they always struggle with, like, I'm fat, I'm skinny, I'm not pretty enough. They're always told these things, and the person who's usually telling them is themselves because they're comparing themselves to magazines and movies and all these things that may not even be real and that are, like, Photoshop or artificially, like, enhanced and things like that. So we start to fall into this negative state of mind of what reality really is. And it starts to hurt the way we look at ourselves. But if we are allowed to do something alone, if we are able to leave our phones, not even, not even document, you know, say like if you're going to go for a walk or a bike ride or a hike or just do something outdoor alone, we still want to take pictures with our phone and show people that we're doing it. We still may want to take our phone so that we can see the data to see how many miles we ran or rode, how fast we did it, what our heartbeat was, things like that. We're still constantly connected. But if we can do something without our electronic devices and actually just go for that walk alone, not with our partner or friends or anything, go for a jog or even go to the beach, go to the mountains, whatever it is, something outdoors, something that's active, something that's alone. If you are able to take the time to do something like that and actually be present in the moment, be present with your footsteps, walking each step, breathing, hearing nature, doing all these outdoor activities, you start to build a relationship with yourself and that's something a lot of people will never do, never be able to do in their life. You can start to build a relationship the way you build with other people. And you can get to know yourself and you can get to know what you are about, what you like, how you feel. And you can start to control the way you think about yourself. And like I said, it's extremely healthy to do because you're no longer numbing and, and distracting yourself from all the constant jibber-jabber that is going on in the world with sports and the weather and did you see what happened to him and her? Did you hear that song? Did you buy these new shoes? There's so much going on and yet we don't ever take that time to find ourselves a lot of times. And you see, you know, a lot of times people in their 20s where they just like, they go on this mission to like, I'm going to try to find myself. I'm going to go travel. I'm going to, you know, they start to do all this kind of different things to try to find themselves. And they go to the extreme when really they don't need to find themselves because they've been with themselves this whole entire time. They just never took the time to appreciate it or to see it. 
And like I said, if they were to just go on a walk once a day for 20 minutes by themselves or do an activity by themselves, most people have never done this before because they're always with their boyfriend or girlfriend. They're always with their best friends. They're always on the phone. They're always doing something and they never meet themselves. I challenge you guys to try to do something like this and add it into your, your weekly or monthly routine and really get to know yourself. Whether you are married, whether you are not married, whether you have kids, the person you should be the most comfortable with is yourself. And, you know, this is something extremely big for, for both sides, um, women especially, because I, I know a lot of women who constantly are going from relationship to relationship to relationship because they're too scared to be alone. They don't know what it's like and they can't even be alone for six months because of whatever reasons, but they, they never find themselves and they always like have to find a new guy to be with in order to move forward. Uh, sometimes that's the same with guys. Guys aren't as emotional. So, you know, sometimes we're just like, cool, like give us some video games or let's go out with the guys every evening and that distracts us. And it may not be another person, but we find other ways to distract ourselves. And we never find ourselves. We never love ourselves. We never learn about ourselves. And if we end up never learning how to love ourselves, we always look for it in another person, in a partner. And that's scary because this other person now has control of how I feel about myself. Because I don't love myself the only way I feel good is if I'm with another person. And this other person is the only way that I can love myself. And I'm happy because of this other person. So once your, once your relationship gets rocky, you get into arguments, you have problems, not only does your relationship suffer, but now you suffer because you're in fear that you're not only going to lose your relationship, but you're going to lose your happiness and you're going to lose your purpose because you put it all in another person because you were never able to put it in yourself and find it yourself. For me and my wife, I always tell her this, you know, like you and my kids, I tell my kids this, I love myself the most because if I didn't love myself, I wouldn't know how to love you guys. And because I love myself the most, I show up always and I am able to teach you guys how to love. I'm teach you. I'm teaching you guys how to care. I'm teaching you guys how to do things. I can't do this if I'd never learned how to love myself. And that's the same that goes for everybody. You can't love your spouse, your relationship, your kids until you learn to really love yourself. You may disagree with me on that. You may be like, I love my kids and I love them more than I'll love anybody. Those are my kids. You may not understand it a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, it may sink in and you may be like, you know what? I remember that one time I heard this episode and it will click to you. It takes time for some people to understand things and to learn things, but you cannot truly love other people until you learn to love yourself because you're the only person who's going to be with you from day one to the end. Your kids are going to grow up and leave. Your relationships are going to leave. They're going to do things. They're not going to be with you at all times. People can pass away. People can grow apart. All kinds of stuff can change and people change. Emotions change. Everything changes, but you will be with you at all times. So that is why it's so important for you to learn 
to love yourself and to not base your love and happiness because of another person, another object, another goal or career or whatever it is you put it at. You need to love you. If my wife left me, I still love me. I'm still valuable. I'm still strong. My kids grow up and leave. I still have my identity. I still have my purpose. I still love me. If I no longer tattoo, my career is gone. I still love me. I still work on me. I still self-improve for me. And that's what helps me to be the best version of myself. And that's what helps me to help everybody around me and to become good at being a husband, being good at becoming a parent and become good at being an artist and run a business and everything else that I do. Being alone, it allows you to not have any other voices, any interruptions, any other opinions or expressions. It's just you and your own voice inside your head talking to yourself. You're able to appreciate the present moment and you're just able to take everything in. And that's really where you really find who you are for those that are searching and trying to find themselves. This also helps with feeling lonely because once you start to build this mental strength, loneliness is no longer negative. I'm okay with being alone all the time to the point where I feel like it's almost unhealthy for me because I could be isolated like indefinitely and I would be perfectly okay with that. Um, Like I said, I feel like there's something wrong with me. Uh, But that also allows me to have tunnel vision that allows me to work that allows me to get things done to the point where I'm like, dude, I have other other things going on in my life, like my family, myself and my friends, like I need to pay attention to them too. But that's something I've grown up with. I grew up as an only child. I grew up being alone, primarily my whole my whole entire life, Uh, parents working me coming home, me being alone for two or three hours watching TV, drawing, and those were building my hobbies as a kid. Then, um, you know, growing up, I started having friends and going out as a teenager, and I started having relationships and things like that and doing things, but I was always alone as a kid, so I was never, I never looked at it as a negative. I always was used to it, and I never feared it or had any problems with being alone. Uh, when I went to prison, I was isolated a lot of the times and locked up and alone as well, where usually that's a punishment. They say like, if you're alone for, um, I think it's even like against the law now to put someone in isolation for over 30 or 90 days, something like that, because it causes mental health issues because humans aren't supposed to be alone. We're made to interact and we're made to be around people. And they show studies of people who have had this punishment where it's actually had a long-term damage and effects with the way they think or act with other people because you separate them for so long. But yeah, I don't know. For me, I did that and it was a normal. It was a normal thing that didn't affect me at all. I actually preferred it, which is, I don't know, really weird. I probably should go to therapy and speak speak to somebody about it. But my wife tells me all the time, you know, like she can't win an argument with me because she, you know, she'll say something to the lines of like, well, you know what? If you keep acting like that, you're you're going to be alone the rest of your life. And my response is always like, that's not a negative. So because that's my whole entire life, what I've known. So you can't throw me back into the wolves where that's where I came from. 
it's it's not a negative whereas to somebody else it may be more scary like oh my god you're gonna leave me oh my god i'm gonna be alone i can't have that I, i need to fix it i need to i need to not you know you're threatening the relationship and so it becomes scary to the point where that person wants to fix it it doesn't work for me because that's where i came from so a lot of people don't build up that mental strength to be alone and they don't build up the confidence they don't build up any of that stuff and when loneliness strikes and when they are lonely it becomes a negative and they 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 fear it they run from it they dread it they cannot be home alone on a weekend without calling their friends or going out they can't go eat at a restaurant alone they can't watch a movie alone they can't do anything alone because they're scared of it and most people are this way i can only ask how many people have ate at a restaurant alone most of the time nine out of nine most of the time people are going to say they can't do that they may pick up their fast food and go eat in their car so no one will see them or things like that or they'll be on the phone with their friend but no one has really ever gone to like a restaurant sat down and ate during their lunchtime or just any time by themselves it's rare you rarely see it so if you're somebody that is capable of capable of doing this you are ahead of the game you are ahead of most people and be more aware of it be aware that this is something that most people can't do and use it as a power harness it learn from it grow from it and really get to know yourself build the confidence build new views and how you see things dig deep inside and you know you really find your inner like artist and what you are about what you like and you you start to develop these hobbies and learn things you know a lot of people had to do this during 2020 because they weren't able to go out and so you got people stuck at home and they can only be on the phone so much watch you know shows and netflix and movies so much shop so much to the point where they eventually had to start doing things with themselves to keep busy and keep occupied that's it for today just a little rant about how healthy it is to do things alone how most people can't do them alone and how you should definitely try to do something alone if you want to be top one percent of of americans or people in the world if you want to be above the average person if you want to be comfortable being uncomfortable and learning how to do things alone i think it's very challenging and i think if you are up for the challenge it could be very rewarding try it out see if it works for you guys and if it does apply it into your lives and continue to grow so find time in between your relationships and your parenting and your work and going out to do something alone you know whether it's playing a guitar or finding a hobby doing things but find out who you are as a person that's what it's really all about and learning to become comfortable with being lonely being lonely is not a negative it can also be a positive and that's where i want to shift your guys's mindset today so i hope you get something out of this if you know anybody who's constantly doing this share it with them see if they are up for the challenge and i hope you guys grow and until next time i will talk to you guys later have a good one 